things that Jesus has done? Okay, let me read you the text on John 21, verse 25, which is the last verse of the book of John. It said, Now, there are also many other things that Jesus did. Were every one of them to be written, I suppose that the world itself could not contain the books that would be written. Well, John ended with this, basically telling us there's so many, many, many more miracles that Jesus has done, but it just cannot be recorded, all right? So, now, let's move on to the next one. Our God is the God of miracles. If our God is not a God of miracles, there will be no Mary and the supernatural conception. There will be no Jesus and His earthly ministry. No gospel written as per the Bible. There will be no forefathers of churches. No epistle written means no you, no me sitting down here in the same hall. If God is not a God of miracle, Bible only has three words. Take a guess. What will be the three words? It will be the first three words of the Bible. In the beginning. Because the phrase after that is God created the heaven and the earth. The creation of God is so supernatural. It's so miraculous because He spoke and things come into being. Am I right? The first miracles that I ever experienced and it was so amazing that impacted me and my family was a miracle that, I, that happened when I was just a teenager. One day I came back from school. Behold, in my house, there was an altar. You know, those Taoist plate. Outside the house, there's one. In the living room, there is one. And in the kitchen, there's one. My father was then a Catholic. Yeah, but then I'm so surprised to see why is that such? And I was then started to have a relationship with God. Our God, the Almighty God. My father being influenced by his friends, because of his business downturn, he had to seek out supernatural helps. And he ended up getting all this God and bring it home. So I garnered all my courage and I talked to my dad. I said, Dad, you haven't even called upon your God. And why you go and seek out others? Why don't we do this? I said, I will go and pray and I will ask God to bless your business. And if that come to pass, you have to do away with all this. So, lo and behold, I, I'm so, I was so young as a believer then, but I know there's this thing called fasting and prayer. So I fasted. I only fasted one meal. It's a big deal to me then, okay? Just one meal, but it's a big deal, okay? I fasted. I remember I closed the door in my, uh, in my bedroom and I prayed. I don't know how long I prayed, maybe that 15 minutes. I really don't know, but I know I take it seriously. I prayed. And one week, within that one week, there was a Christian that came by my father. He offered my father a big project. Not only that, because my father really lacked of cash, he even kicked off my father with a sum of money. With that, after that, I no longer see all these things, all the authors in my house. You know, I think back of this miracle, how God answered me, it not only impacted my faith that I, I've started to know, wow, my God answered prayer. It also impacted my family, my brother and sisters. 
I'm just so grateful for this first miracle that I experienced for who God is. So our God, the God that you call upon and I call upon, is a God of miracle. Now, next slide please. So, of the four books of gospel, right, there are 37 miracles recorded done by Jesus. And they can be categorized into seven types. Let's quickly have a glance, all right? So the, uh, Jesus, number one, he fed thousands of people. Number two, cast out evil spirits. Let me backtrack a bit. Number one, uh, fed thousands of people. Pastor Balan shared with us last week, okay? Number two, he cast out evil spirit. Number three, he healed the blind, the deaf, the sick, the injured, and the infirm, yeah? Which uh, Brother Siping and uh, Sister Sufi shared with us before. And number four, he turned water into wines, which a pastor team shared with us the first week on this series. Today, I'm going to do number five, which is control the elements of nature. Of course, Jesus also allowed Peter and his crew catch surprisingly large amount of fish. And number seven, Jesus raised Peter, people from the dead. Now, let's move on to our text, the scripture that we're going to scrutinize today. It's taken from John chapter 6, 16 to 21. Okay, let's read together. Can you please read it together with voice? All right, let's do that together. One, two, three. When evening came, his disciples went down to the sea, got into a boat and started across the sea of Capernaum. It was now dark and Jesus was not yet come to them. The sea became rough because a strong wind was blowing. When they had rowed about three or four miles, they saw Jesus walking on the sea coming near the boat, and they were frightened. But he said to them, It is I, do not be afraid. Then they were glad to take him into the boat, and immediately the boat was at the land to which they were going. The same incidents also recorded in Matthew chapter 14, 22 to 23, and Mark chapter 6, 45 to 52. All right. Let's um, glean on this text and uh, maybe we can, I, I have some, sorry. Let's glean on this text and look at some truth from the text, okay? Number one, Jesus is above the storm. Now, Jesus, thus far in the book of John, he done many miracles. But this is the first one that the disciples saw that he is above the storm, which means he controlled the element of nature. The storm and the winds subject to him. He subdued the nature, all right? Yeah. Let's look at the text again. It said, when they had rowed about three or four miles. Please remember, this is during storm. So it's literally one step forward, two step back. One step forward. Wow, it's so difficult. You know, wind were blowing, your hair go all over, cover your face. So tiring. And actually, according to Matthew, is they roll because when they saw Jesus, it's a fourth watch at night, which is literally nearing to daybreak. They had been rolling for six to nine hours. It's a very tiring incident. And so for, for sure, they have experienced Jesus, right? And his miracles, right? They'll be thinking, where is Jesus? How is he going to go to the other side? Because they were dismissed by Jesus to go to the other side first. Yeah. But lo and behold, they saw Jesus walking on the sea, 
coming near the boat and they were frightened. So as I look at this text initially, why are they frightened? Because they know, they know Jesus, what? Correct? They know Jesus, why are they frightened? It's like, you know me, right? Why are you frightened? But if I fly to you, why you be frightened? Okay? Am I right? Because this is the first time they saw another glorious sight of Jesus, another divinity of Jesus, that He is above the nature. That's why they were frightened. Okay? Yeah. Now, how many of you have prayed to God to go against the uh, element of nature? Have you ever like, oh God, please stop the rain? Yes. And you know, right? let me share with you mine. It just happened during the last New Year Eve. You know, 2022, my son, uh, Joash, he was, uh, yeah, he had a, Assignment to do an open concert with an artist in a Sunway Velocity. So me, you know, as a mother who wants to support, I drag along my two kids. They also, of course, willing to go. It's a countdown. Auntie bringing young people to go countdown. So there I was bracing the jam, you know, so traffic. Everybody tried to go for the countdown and found a parking. Somehow found a parking by God's grace. Went up to the floor where it's an open area where they are going to have that concert. So, lo and behold, it started to drizzle. And I look up to the sky. The cloud is really dark. I say, oh God, so here I pray, God, please, you know, I come all the way, breeze through the traffic, please stop the rain. After a while, it stopped. Then after that, I came back, drizzle. And then bigger raindrops. So I'm like, oh God, please, you know, not me going to be blessed, so many going to be blessed because it's going to be an open concert and then their food truck. So I prayed. Praise God. The rain really Stop. No rain, no outpour. You, you can understand, right? It has been downpour the, this season of our country. It has been having rain. But I thank God. He answered my prayer because my God is above the nature. Yes, He's above the nature. And another incident that I can recall as I prepared this was that we, me and my husband, we flew back from overseas. My children were very young then. So the plane trying to land, but bad weather. So the captain said, oh, um, we cannot land because of bad weather. We will redirect to Penang. My heart like, oh gosh, I want to see my children. You know, I've arranged everything, but just until that day only, I need to be back. Then I really pray, God, please, I want to go back to uh, KL. I want to go back to my children. I don't want to go to Penang. I don't want to eat nasi kanda. I don't want to eat chakwe diao. Okay. God is good. On the way, as they are going, then the captain announced again, yeah, we are going to land. We are going to go back to KLM because the weather allowed. That's my God. That is your God. Okay, he's a God that above the elements of nature. Now, next slide, please. God, with him, we are not to be fearful. But he said to them, it is I, do not be afraid. Then they were glad to take him into the boat. Afraid, fearful, anxiety, worry is very common emotion of us human beings. Response to challenges, circumstances. Yeah? Situation that you cannot control. Just very natural. And fear will paralyze us. Okay? Another incident, Jesus said to Jairus who Whose, uh, his daughter is dying. As he came to Jesus, Jesus told him, 
Do not be afraid. Just believe. Alright? Okay. The same record on this, we, I want to pick up from Matthew. He detailed about Peter. Okay? So when Jesus saw, sorry, when Peter saw Jesus walking on water, he called to Jesus and said, Lord, command me to come to you. Then Jesus said, come. So, Jesus, so Peter stepped up of the boat and he walked on water. But when he saw the storm was so wild, so intense, fear overtook him. He was overcome by fear and he started to sink. And at the very moment, Jesus go to him and pull him up from sinking. You know, all of us go through different storms in life, be it big, be it small, okay? Financial storms, perhaps you're being scammed, you lost a big sum of money, or your business make losses, credit cards debts, or you lost your job, right? Or relationship storms, maybe spouse infidelity, divorce, Strife in the family, Sam just shared, right? Um, perhaps health, you were slapped with a terminal disease. You had to carry a certain sickness throughout your life. Or accident that caused you to have certain form of disability. Storms are real in our life. Let me share with you, I, I go through storms as well. You know, as I grow through the years, I go through storms as well. So one of the storms that I want to share with you all was this. After i given birth to my daughter, it was a C-sac, you know, emergency C-sac. Then I had this condition. My, my bowel is not movable. It's immovable bowel. My digestive system stopped. So they had to put tube through my nose to my stomach to take out all the gastric juice, or the acid, and then um, another tube gone into my system, you know, to pump in nutrients. And then my stomach was so bloated and it was so painful. And um, at the same time, I had to nurse my baby. Wow. For me, it was really, really suffering. It's worse than giving birth. Because you don't know when will this end. And I consult my gynae. My gynae said, oh, yeah, you've got to wait three to six days. What? God. That was the moment drive me to call out to God because when everything else failed, I know my God can. I fast, no, I, I don't fast, sorry. I can't even eat anyway, sorry. <laughs> so, I recall out to my God. And God is good. I don't know how I landed myself in one room to myself that I pray aloud, I worship aloud, I read my Bible aloud to myself. Kid you not, I'm not joking here. I'm not telling you a fairy tales. I'm not making this up. Within 24 hours, within 24 hours, my stomach is moving again. Cantonese say, it's ya epang. You know why? God is good. It is so real that a few years down the road, I met another mother who went through the same condition. And when, she, when I told her that, she said, you look at me, my stomach is still so big. And I still have to bear the consequence. I thank God for who my God is. He is real. He is a miracle working God. Amen. Now, come to, I want to keep stopping at this worst 
where Jesus said, it is I, do not be afraid. Philippians 4, verse 6 to 7 tells us this. Do not be anxious about anything. It's not a certain thing, a little bit of thing. No, he said, do not be anxious about anything. But in everything, by prayer, by supplication, with thanksgiving, let your requests be made known to God. That the peace of God that surpasses all understanding. You cannot understand. Just like how Brother Sipping say, somehow things will happen to you. That the peace of God that surpasses all understanding will guard your mind and heart through Christ Jesus. Okay? Do not be afraid when you go through storm. Do not be afraid. This is what God wants you to know. I don't know where are you in your life journey, but I want you to know, yes, you will face storm, but do not be afraid. Include God. When Jesus said, it is I, for the disciples, what do they experience? They experienced Jesus who turned water into wine, who healed the sick, who made the lame walk, who feed the five thousands, right? Who walk on water. And he is also a kind teacher. Right? That's what they experienced then, then, according to this text. But today, you and me, we experience the greatest miracle on earth. The greatest miracle, I dare to say, in the universe, which is he died and he rose again. Death could not hold him. Sin could not hold him. This Jesus, when he walked the road of Calvary, when he was caught by the soldier, okay, pushing with the Pharisees to the high priest and Pontius Pilate, when they are having this so-called public court hearing, this Jesus, that the, na the element of nature, sorry, that he, that is so supernatural, can he not cause all of them to be blind? He can. Can he not call down fire on them? He can. Can he not rain down on them locusts and frogs. He can. But he didn't. He kept quiet. Because he know he has to fulfill the greatest miracle ever. Because he's thinking about you and thinking about me. When he was on the cross, the soldiers mocked him. You say you're the king of the Jews. Save yourself. Get down from the... Get down from the cross. If the nature cannot hold him, do you think the nails can hold Jesus? He chose to stay up there on the cross to bear the pain, to bear the suffering because he wants to fulfill the greatest miracle that God has prepared for him. To die and to rose again so that you and me can experience the everlasting life, the glorious life even as we pass from here to eternity. That is who our God is. So when Jesus said, it is I, do not be afraid. He backed up with all that he has done. He backed up with who he is. He is God and he loves. Alright? Next. Well, of course, 
Signs and wonders follow Jesus, right? The external transformation, the miracles that follow after the walking on water, this is the next miracle. It says here, and immediately the boat was at land to which they were going. Teleportation has happened. Do you know what is teleportation? Right? Like here, I'm standing here. Wow, suddenly I, I close my eyes, open up. Wow, I'm in Bayou. I'm having my lunch, okay? That's teleportation. That immediately you are transported from one to another, one place to another. That's what happened to the disciples, right? One step forward, two step back, rolling and rolling here. When you have Jesus on the boat, boom, you are at land. That's a miracle, okay? Yeah, many times in our life, yes, we will experience that. Not that you teletransport, but when you have God, Miracles does happen because it follows you. All right? Okay. The next one is uh, internal transformation. When we experience miracle, can we have the next slide, please? All right. When we experience miracle, beside yeah, physical changes, there will be something shift within. Now, let me give you the text the background before the walking on water. So before walking on water, the crowd already started to follow Jesus because they saw Jesus heal the sick, right? Uh, turning water into wine. So when come to the open field, after they hear Jesus, rather than sending them away, Jesus fed them. Five, uh, 5,000 people, yeah, just with five loaves of bread and two fishes. So Jesus fed them. Now, the crowd, Say to themselves, wow, this is a prophet that Moses talked about. And not only that, then the Jews were under the oppression of the Romans because Romans rule over them, yeah, as uh, the political government. So they long for being delivered. So they think to themselves, Jesus will be the best fit because Jesus do miracles. And surely he can overtake and turn Romans away. So, they already have idea. They want to force Jesus to be king of Israel. Jesus, no. But that's not what Jesus came for, right? That's why after quickly dismissed the disciple to the other side, he went up to the mountain and prayed. And that's where the incidents of, you know, going, rolling, and he walked on water, right? The incidents after that was this. So when they landed on the other side, here come the crowd seeking for Jesus. And they had to come from the other side as well to roll themselves to look for Jesus. And when they found Jesus, this is the first thing that they talked to Jesus. Rabbi, when did you come here? Because they know only one boat left that side, which is by the disciples. The other boat still parked there. How did Jesus come over here? You know what Jesus responded to them? Jesus said, you came look for me because you eat the loaf and be filled. But I am the bread from heaven. I am the bread of life. Right? So Jesus continued to elaborate. And Jesus talked about, you have to eat of my flesh and drink of my blood. So for them who they don't have the revelation of who Jesus is, they got so offended. They said, this is a hard saying of Jesus. Many of them turned away. But when Jesus asked his disciple, you all also want to stop following me? 
This is what Simon Peter answered. The same Peter that walked on water. The same Peter that keep encountering God. And this is what Simon Peter said. Lord, to whom shall we go? You have the words of eternal life. And we have believed. And have come to know that you are the Holy One of God. Peter and the disciples, they have the revelation of who God is. He is beyond a prophet. He is beyond a king. He is the Holy One of God. Yeah. So miracles happen in our life will point us to one thing. He is not there, your healer. He is not there, your problem solver. He is God. And not only is God, He will lead us to eternal life as we always have Him, partake of Him, okay? All right. Now, the many miracles, be it small and big or great, you know, I really experienced by God's grace many, many miracles of Him. Not only I experienced, I also see so many of us here sitting down here, the miracles that um, you experienced, it's a testimony to me as well. Let me quickly just, oh gosh, I'm already 12.03, I need to stop, okay? <laughs> All right. But I want to tell you, it's so real, the miracles that happened to me when there was a cyst and there's 4.8 centimeter, it was gone in my uterus, right? That was three years after I have Joanna, okay? How, how God provided for my children's education, okay? How God really gave me dreams about how He's going to intervene in different one's life to bring about pregnancy, and it came to pass. Just so many, all right? If I continue to speak, it will be too much time taken. But I know miracles always help me to grow in my faith and my trust in Him. So you might, you might think to yourself, hey, I don't have many miracles. Perhaps you never ask. Perhaps you don't dare to ask. When you pray, specific prayer, and when God answers that prayer, bam, you will know it is God. And your faith will be strengthened. So miracles is not for you here already, be wow, happy, or just lifted for a while. Miracles will point all of us to who He is. He is the Holy One of God. All right, now, let me come to my last slide. Well, we, every nation, church of Malaysia, will believe in, honour God and make disciples, right? But the beauty of all that we are doing is because of who Jesus is. Jesus said, all authority in heaven and on earth has been given to me. Go and make disciples. Before our goal, we need to know Jesus is really Above all, He has the authority over everything, over every sickness, over every diseases, over the elements of nature. He is above it all. And with the same authority, as we preach the gospel, it will be accompanied by signs and wonders. And most of all, it will be accompanied by the greatest miracles of our human race. We are no longer bound to sin and death. Let's pray. 
God, we thank you, Lord. Hallelujah, God. We serve you, Lord. We call upon you because, God, you are our God and you are God of miracles. Lord, we thank you. And today, oh Lord God, as all of us here, we just want to look to you and we just want to acknowledge you are God. And we want to include you in every storms in our life. We want to learn to trust in you and put our faith in you. Because God, you are able to deliver us. Help us, God, Lord, not to be whole by fear, Lord God. Lord, even right now, in the name of Jesus, God, we want to be set free. We call upon you to set us free from all film of fear and anxiety. Thank you, Lord, that you always act on our behalf. And when we call upon you, you will respond to us. In the mighty name of Jesus, we ask and pray. Amen.